Empower Radio presents Art as Worship with Vanessa Lowry. Welcome to Art as Worship. Each week we feature stories of artists and explore their process of creation. I'm your host, Vanessa Lowry, and I'm thankful that you're joining me. On this show, I talk with artists of various faiths, working in a wide range of mediums, on the common theme of how they use inspiration and creativity as an expression of their spirituality. Learn how their art is an expression of their own connection to however they name God, Jehovah, Allah, Source, the Universe, the Great Mystery, or something else. My hope is that these stories will inspire your creative efforts and your own spiritual expression. My guest today is Burke Ingrafia. He's a Southern singer-songwriter who writes jazzy folk music or perhaps folky jazz music. He grew up in New Orleans and now gets his mail a couple of hours away in Alabama. He plays and writes using the jazz structures commonly found in New Orleans and emphasizes the feel with the leisurely wisdom of the Deep South. He also has a folk Americana side with less seventh chords and more storylines. Although he doesn't do liturgical or praise and worship music, he has been featured on EWTN's Life on the Rock and Backstage to play some songs he wrote about St. Francis of Assisi and the themes of a Catholic worldview such as forgiveness, mystery, and the contingency of our lives. His most recent album, Jazz Animals, was released in August of 2011. Welcome, Burke. Hi, Vanessa. Thanks for having me. Well, you're welcome. Did I say your last name correctly? That's right, Ingrafia. Okay. Ingrafia. Well, great. Well, I am thrilled to have you on the show. I'm curious how you got interested in uh, music and especially jazz music. Well, I grew up in New Orleans, and so that's that's the music, um, the traditional music of the city. Um, it's actually the, the city where jazz started. Um, I was uh, was given the opportunity to go to a really good school when I was a kid, and and with a wonderful music apart, uh, department, um, music program for the kids. Um, and so from an early age, I was um, encouraged to to sing and to be musical. And my father actually was a musician. Um, a brass band musician in a marching band when he was in high school and in college. And actually, when he was in ROTC in college, he uh, he preferred being in the band because he got to carry around a, a brass horn instead of a gun. So he was uh, so I've had some, uh, music roots in my family, and then growing up, some some good opportunities to develop that as a child. So, at what point did you start writing music? Because I know you write a lot of your own music now. I do write a lot of my music. I started writing probably um, in high school or just right after that. Um, I started uh, being interested in, in expressing myself uh, through my songs and um, telling stories and um, trying to be funny sometimes, trying to be serious, trying to get the girl sometimes, you know, the typical young man um, reasons for, for writing songs. But it was probably in my, my late teens, early 20s that I, I started doing it seriously. Well, and I'm curious if you if you actually got the girl with the song that you wrote for. <laughs> um, not so much later in life. <laughs> <laughs> I struck out many, many times. But, but it, uh, it's not, nice that I, I don't think it was... The, I don't think it was a deficit in the song. It was probably <laughs> something wrong with me. <laughs> but uh, but all, I ended up on my feet, and I'm, I'm happily married now to a wonderful woman. Well, that's great. That's great. So how does your spirituality find expression in your art? Well, I think that my... Uh, I, I was raised Catholic. I, I, I'm, I'm practicing Catholic. And um, I think that there's a lot of... Um, in that particular religion... Uh, there is a uh, 
there's a lot of um, mystery and there's a lot of emphasis on, on beauty. And um, I think those two things are very, um, very integral to art as well. And um, I think that um, I think that the the goal of of creating something beautiful in the world um, and trying to live a, a life of, of virtue are very similar um, things. And so I think that the my faith in God and um, who I believe to be all good and all beautiful and all true. Um, I think participating in a, in a union with God is is a really great way to approach it, um, because you're already sort of immersed within that that place that um, that sense of being uh, with God. So, do you have any kind of a process or a ritual that you use when you're getting ready to create to connect with that divine flow or to connect with God um, when you're when you're going to create? Well, sometimes um, one of the things that I do is, um, like I said, I'm, I'm Catholic, and so one of the things that we um, we have in the church is we have a um, a liturgical calendar where uh, every day there is a uh, there's a patron saint of the day, um, and so one day it may be Saint Thomas of Aquinas, Saint Thomas Aquinas, or one day it may be Saint Augustine or somebody like that, and so. Sometimes what I do is I'm, if I'm looking for some inspiration, I'll, I'll, I'll see who the, the saint of the day is, and then I'll, I'll study that person's life and see kind of what the themes of their life, uh, lives were, um, uh, what, what it was that they, uh, that they um, you know, what their spirituality was, what their religion was, or maybe if they just came from a certain place, um, like St. Augustine came from a town called Hippo. Uh, you know, then maybe uh, maybe write a, a funny song about hippopotamuses or something <laughs> like that. You know, taking taking the uh, inspiration from each day and seeing um, how I can take those words and and those ideas and turn them into music, turn them into song. So that's one thing that I do. And um, go, ahead. go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, are you able to to write music every day? Do you find that you are able to have time to do that? I don't have time to do it every day. I, I wish I could. Um, I actually have a, my own, um, I, I have a small business, a, a web design and, and um, marketing business, which actually pays for my music habit. <laughs> As you know, um, album sales and overall, especially in jazz, uh, aren't doing so great these days with all the sharing going on. Right. Um, so I, I don't do it full time, um, which actually is a, is a, is a blessing as, as much as I would like to do it full time and, and spend each and every day uh, developing my art. Um, one thing that's uh, what's nice about that is that it's not work. It's always just play. It's actually uh, creativity for creativity's sake. It's like um, they, uh, the liberal arts, for example, they, they call the liberal arts liberal, um, not because they have any sort of political slant, but because they're, they're free. They're free from economics. So you do history the same way in a good economy as you would in a bad economy. You do literature the same way in a good economy as you would in a bad economy. So they're, they're liberal arts. And so when I, when I, it's not a, a full-time job, I'm not dependent upon it for my, my livelihood. Um, it is, it's truly a liberal art. It's, I can do it uh, free from the concerns of, of whether or not I'm going to make money doing it. So as much as I would love to do it full-time, it's, it's kind of a blessing sometimes that it's not. Well, and I know a lot of music, and particularly jazz music, 
there's so much um, collaboration that happens between musicians and with even the person that composed and wrote the music and then the musicians when they come in. Uh, do you find that you um, create, that you connect to your creative source a little differently when you're working in collaboration versus when you're sitting by yourself and, and doing the writing initially? Definitely. Um, I think that, um, well, when I write, I, I'm more of a, uh, a songwriter than, um, than maybe a, a, a jazz guitarist who can really shred up the guitar, something like that. Um, but I'm, I'm a songwriter, and, and, and what I try to do is I try to write words and, um, and music structures that can be played in any sort of format. So I could play them with a, just sitting with a guitar by myself, with one other person, or, or with a full band. But definitely, um, when you're collaborating with other people, uh, first of all, there has to be a, a personal connection. Um, if, and you can always hear that through the music. I, you, sometimes you can hear if, if two musicians don't like each other through the, through the record. It, um, and then sometimes you can hear somebody smile on a record. Um, I, I definitely have times where um, I'm in the studio with somebody who I really, really, I just enjoy their company so much. And I can actually notice myself smiling through the sound, if, if that makes sense. Um, just it's the shape of the mouth or it's the lightness of the voice or something like that. So there's always, there's always that. And, and everybody brings, uh, everybody brings a, a certain personality and certain vibe to the studio that um, contributes to the whole. But um, as, as far as the, uh, the recordings themselves or the, or the live performances, there's definitely... Um, uh, a back and forth, a, um, a, a human quality, a, a personal quality amongst all the people on stage. Well, and I think that's interesting talking about that you can hear people smile through the music. I hadn't really thought of that, and I'm going to have to pay attention the next time I have the, the radio on or have a CD in to listen to that. But I, I know definitely songs um, can affect the way that I feel, and so I suspect that that, that is connected as well, that hearing someone smile as they're performing then creates a similar response in me as well. Yeah, possibly so. Um, it's uh, you can you can hear the tone of somebody's voice um, and their their demeanor. Um, but I guess what I was talking about is, is personally when I listen back onto some recordings of my own, since I, I know my own voice uh, fairly well, although it always sounds different um, when you're listening to it through headphones than you know through your own ears. Right. Um, it's, uh, I can definitely, I can hear some differences in, in the way I sound based on the people that I'm with at the time or, or the, um, uh, the environment or, or the situation. Right. So, so but, um, and then as, as far as, um, um, you were asking earlier about, um, um, how I find my place within the, the flow of uh, the, the expression you used was something, um, of connecting with the, the divine flow or creative flow. Yeah, the creative flow. Um, something that that um, I always uh, try to do is um, I try to uh, approach the writing as a, um, and then um, just the, the creative process is more of a, a receptive process, uh, more of uh, positioning myself to receive something rather than to um, actively uh, go out and create. It's more of a more of a participation in 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 God's creation um there's a uh, there's a great um letter written by uh, our former pope pope john paul ii it's called the letter to artists 
And uh, in there he uh, talks about um, the, the terms uh, creator, uh, being creative, and um, the difference between creator and creation, and, and how we as creation participate in the uh, in the creation of the of the creator, of the the main creator, the big guy upstairs, and uh, and it's a wonderful letter. If just any of uh, any of you ever have a chance to read it, it's called Letter to Artists, and it's by uh, Pope John Paul II, and um, and it's a it's a really good read on um, on being a, being an artist, um, specifically about being a Christian artist, but um, but being an artist and, and being a religious person as well. Well, that's wonderful. I'll definitely take a look at that. So I'm curious, Burke, how if you can share a story of how creating your art has expanded your awareness of God. Hmm. Well, how creating my art expanded my awareness of God. Well, that is a, uh, that's a good question. I think that in creating my art um my awareness of god so i guess my awareness of god really comes down to um uh being thankful um and being being grateful for my own life and a lot of times um when i'm i'm creating um just in that moment it's it's very uh um I'm sorry, Vanessa. I'm I'm stuttering over my words. That's all right. You're doing fine. Um, um, <laughs> um, as far as um, how I could you ask the question one more time? I, I was curious if you had a story of how creating your art expanded your awareness of God. Um, I don't really have an answer for that. Okay. Sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. Um, I know some people have some very specific things, and some people it's it's so ingrained in them that it's hard for them to identify a particular story. So uh, it sounds like yeah. that might be the case for you, that it's such a natural process for you that it's not a dramatic event in, in any particular time. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose that I, I try to be aware of God no matter what I'm doing. Um but you know, of course, that's not always the case. Sometimes I forget. But um, but uh, would you like to ask another question? I'm I sorry. would. I would. So I'm curious how your ideas come to you, and how you decide which ideas you're going to pursue or which ones you're going to, you know, put away for later. Well, one of the things that I do is um, a lot of times I'll hear an expression. Um, uh, for example. Um, I heard the expression checks and balances. It's, it's something that um, we talk about in, um, in politics, you know, amongst the, uh, the president and the legislature and, and the judici- judicial branch where there's checks and balances. And I thought, isn't that a, isn't that a funny expression? Because both of those two words, checks and balances, have to do with, uh, with accounting and running a business. And so um, what I did is I, I started with that as a title, checks and balances, and then I ended up writing a funny song about the economy, um, about how um, um, I need checks and I need balances. <laughs> do you do it for money or do you do it for love? Right. And um, so um, that's one of the things that I do. I, I listen. I just listen to the world around me, and I, if, a, if a phrase or, or a word sounds like it could mean something else, then I, I write it down or I 
um, now I, I have a little section in my iPhone, so I just uh, I type it into that. I used to carry around tons of little napkins and bar receipts and, and all kinds of little slips of paper that I would have to empty out of my pocket every day. But now, luckily, I can just keep it all in my iPhone. So, um, so what I do is, yeah, I um, lately I've been uh, been starting with the title a lot of times, where I, something um, catches my attention, a f- phrase or a word, and then um, and then I'll come up with a with a melody, and uh, and just sort of fill in the blanks using using that title and uh, sticking to a theme. Um, as I as I get older, um, I'm 42 now, so I'm a I'm doing this for a while. Um, I find that um, my songwriting is, um, as I try to get better at it, it's not so much a um, not so much self-expression as it is something where I'm actually trying to create something that's a little more refined, a, a, a piece of art that um, that's actually good art as opposed to just something that pours out of me all at once something where I take the things that pour out of me and I, I try to control them a little bit and shape them and, and, uh, and make it into a better piece of art. Um, and so it, it reminds me, somebody recently was saying about how art is, it, in some ways it's self-expression, but, but in the really great art, um, it's more about the art than about the artist. Something like um, if, you take, uh, uh, if you take Dante, you take the uh, the Divine Comedy. Those those uh, those poems they're they're not really about Dante's self expression. They are a little bit about his life and so forth. But the greatness of them is not about about the story itself. And so one of the things that I've been trying to do lately is really try to hone in my craft and not make it so much about me, um, then make it about the song uh, itself and, and really trying to focus the lyrics and, and have a complete idea from start to finish. Um, kind of know where the song's going to end uh, be- before you finish it. And then um, and then get it to that place at, at the end. Whether it's, a, it's an emotional uh, response you're trying to evoke or, or a story with, with an ending, you know, make sure that you understand the whole of the piece of art um, before it is before that you before you actually finish it. Um, and that way you can actually, you can really, um, uh, beautiful, but there's, there's not a, um, <clears throat> there's not a, uh, a beauty in, in the process itself, but, uh, I'm, I'm more leaning lately. I've been getting more into the, the, the piece of work itself rather than the process. Well, and I'm curious when you're putting an album together, if you, um, if, if you write a lot of songs and refine them and then decide, okay, I'm going to put these together. Or do you, when you're creating an album, do you create kind of a central song and then create other songs that have a similar theme or, or companion that song in some way? I don't, not really. You mean like a theme album? Like, right. I mean, I'm just the wall or something like that. Right. I'm just curious with your albums. Do you typically, are they just a collection of songs or are they somehow tied together? Well, they're mostly just a collection of songs. Um, they're, they're, they're only maybe tied together in that they they sound alike because of the instrumentation or, or my voice or or just because of the the, the direction of of the um, of the work itself all comes from me. Right. Um, but but I, I don't really write um, 
I don't really. I have. I would like to write a concept album. I've thought of that uh, many times, but it's just a matter of uh, having the time to sustain um, that sort of work over a period of time uh, would require me to probably um, put down my day job for a few months and right. really kind of plan something out and, and tie it in all together. Um, but that that would be a, that would be great fun. But I, I haven't yet done that. Well, and I know that you, you mentioned that you have this, this small business that's your day job. Are you able to um, have any crossover between your music and the things that you do with your, with your clients and your small business? Well, a little bit. Um, I'm, actually, some of my, my clients um, have, uh, have small restaurants or, or hotels, and, and I uh, can sometimes uh, play my music at their venue, something like that. And then the other, the other thing is the whole reason I got into web development and, um, and when marketing is because uh, years ago I was trying to do that for myself, um, for my music when I was younger. And so I just taught myself how to, uh, how to design websites and, 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 uh, how to integrate, uh, multimedia into the web. And since, uh, um, since you, you can sometimes you can make more money um, doing the technical things than you can the creative things. Uh, it turned out that the, uh, the the technical skills were the ones that turned into the day job. Right. <laughs> so, but I, I have learned a lot about um, the way music uh, is, uh, how digital music works, and, and how it works online, and and um, and some of the uh, some of the pitfalls and some of the the joys that you can find through uh, putting music online. So, Burke, if you were going to teach your creative process to someone else, what would be one or two key things that you would tell them about uh, about that? Well, the first thing I would do is uh, what I mentioned before about um, maybe uh, looking into um, the lives of, of some other holy people. Uh, in my case, I, I look into the lives of the saints, um, which is, are the ones um, that, that each day in the, in the Catholic Church there's a there's a patron saint or saint of the day, and so I'll look into the I'll look into the lives of those people and and see what the, what their um, what the themes of their life were lives were, and um, and what's so great about that is is that you're not talking about um, ideas that are kind of out there up in the clouds. You're talking about real human beings that had all the same sort of um, uh, joys and, and sorrows that we have. Um, and so what I would what I would suggest to somebody is, is just read about people who have lived good lives. And, um, and from them, from those people's stories, then start to um, come up with, with some themes for uh, songs um, or stories. Um, using those, those those tried and tested themes that um, that all really point back to God. Um, that at the, in the end, all of those those people that tried to live holy lives, um, they're now in heaven and, and they are um, you know they're living in God's glory. So those um, their lives are actually uh, great models um, for uh, for inspiration as far as uh, ideas. And as far as um, musical um, skills and, and musical approaches, uh, next thing I would do is I would probably um, tell somebody that there is no new music. Um, nobody, nobody's writing any music that 
really hasn't been done before in some way or another. There's there's definitely new types of electronic equipment that can make you sound a different way. But in terms of the, the song structures and, and the, the, mathematics, the mathematics behind the music and the way things sound, there's really no new music. So don't, don't try to kill yourself over trying to come up with some type of new music. Find some music that you like and then um, work in that tradition. Um, you know, find a chord progression that you like in a song and then build on top of that chord progression. Change it up, you know, change the melody, change the lyrics, um, change the instrumentation. But the songs themselves, it's all been done before. So uh, I would I would say um, definitely um, find some songs that you like, a tradition that you like, and build on that instead of, instead of thinking uh, that you can create something new. Well, I think that's great advice. And I, I know that that's, um, I, I've heard that in lots of different areas of art and ideas that there's really no new ideas that the, the trick is in thinking of them again and then putting your own little twist on it. So, um, so I love that, that suggestion. So Burke, I'm curious how your art has affected your spiritual evolution or how your spiritual evolution has affected your art. Well, um, I think that, um, I think that growing um, closer to to God, um, be, finding myself um, uh, immersed in in God. I, you know, people people sometimes talk about God within you. Um, I, I tend to look at it a, a different sort of way. Um, to me, God's the bigger thing, and you can't put something bigger into something smaller. Um, so, I mean, you can't put a an elephant into a match, you know, matchbox. Right. So, um, so if if God's bigger, then then I I have to put myself into God instead of trying to look at God within me. Um, and so, and in a lot of ways, um, the the art and and um, and beauty and um, and communication, communion with one another, it's bigger than it's uh, it's bigger than I am. And so. Um, in the same way that I uh, approach um, uh, participating within God instead of God within me, I think of myself as um, participating within the realm of, of art as opposed to thinking about the art that's within me trying to come out. Um, and so um, so that's, that's one way. I, I, I see the parallels there. Um, Communion with with God through prayer is a lot like communion with other people through art. Excellent. So, Burke, tell our listeners how they can find out more about you and and listen to some of the samples of your music. Well, I have actually, as a web developer, I've created more than one website, but um, the one that's easiest to say over the radio is, um, everybody get your pens out there, it's jazzanimals.com. Um, that's a website that um, showcases my band, and you can um, you can get some free MP3s there. Uh, there's some links to that. There's also some links to my other sites um, where you can buy CDs and and get some more information. But um, that's the site where you um, you could go first to, to look at. There's some video there, and, and there's some ways to listen. It's jazzanimals.com, just like it sounds. Excellent. Jazzanimals.com. That that is easy. So I I love easy. <laughs> 
So, yeah, well, the other one I have to spell. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so are there any last thoughts that you'd like to leave our listeners with how they might um, tap into their own creative energy and how they might use it as a connection to their own spiritual expression? Well, um, there's one resource that I've really uh, enjoyed over the years, and it's, um, it's a community out of um, um, Washington State, and it's um, a magazine called The Image Journal. I don't know if you all are familiar with it, but um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a quarterly journal that I subscribe to um, on arts and religion. And, um, and I went to one of their workshops called the Glenn Workshop last year and just got filled with so many great ideas and inspiration. Um, so that's maybe, that's maybe a good place for some, some people to check out. Um, it's the Image Journal. It's online. Just Google it. And, um, and I think that would be a good place to start. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Burke. And tell our listeners one more time how they can find you. Okay. Um, the website is jazzanimals.com. And my name is Burke Ingrafia. And uh, I look forward to hearing from all y'all out there. Great. Thank you so much, Burke. And thank, thank you, you to, thank oh, you so sure. much for, for your help. Absolutely. Um, Thank you to our listeners. I welcome your suggestions or comments on this or any of our shows. You can find links to all of our shows on Empower Radio and on our website, artasworship.net. Please come share your stories of art as worship on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash art as worship. Listen in next week as we talk with another artist about their creative process and how it connects with their spiritual journey. May you have an inspired and creative week. Namaste. (laughs) 